they just like whisper it's like an AS what is it <laughs> ASMR <laughs> or I'm seriously A-R- like the little sister S-M- you never wanted you're A- like oh you fucking loser what what is uh, what is the ASMR yeah, is ASMR. that what we were just whisper and that's like a thing yeah. that people are into Cause like my mom always says I yell but do I yell my, my, is my talking voice too loud well, I mean, sometimes you're, I sometimes, screech. Sometimes, no, yeah. no, not screech. Um, it's more of a bellow, maybe, because yes. you have a little bit of a deeper voice. Yes. But I'm also the same. I'm loud because yes. I was a cheerleader. And also, I t- like choir a little bit, even though singing is like one of my deadliest fears ever, <laughs> which is in the back. Choir, choir and cheerleading. That's cool. Yeah, I did cheerleading a little bit, too. Yeah, of course we were. <laughs> Scorpios are always <laughs> cheerleaders at some point, right? Um, or sorority girls. So I, I don't think I could do sorority. I don't oh, think I, I could be a sorority. I'm not um, I'm not good in group settings. <laughs> I don't need a group activity. Who did I think I was to pledge for SDT? That's why they called me Dog Ate My Homework because I would always make excuses not to do the what's oh. it called the uh, they raid you or what is it the oh um the rush, pl- week? The rush week yeah the pledge tasks. yeah yeah, pledge week. yeah no i'd be like you could kiss like i would probably beat somebody up oh, you beat you beat a motherfucker you'd be like yo let's take it outside because yeah. i ain't doing shit you well, probably no, do it for, for the justice for others you'd be like yo chanel's not hiking on that shit yeah like, <laughs> well also just the way that like they try to like degrade you yep. and like like kind of put you down and it's very military ish because the military does that they break you down and then um, it's like a Stockholm syndrome kind of thing yes. <laughs> where, where all of a sudden like you're in love with your abuser i love the usa <laughs> I love Delta, Delta, Delta. It's like, yeah, you were just brainwashed. That's they so literally brainwash, brainwash you, which is great. Well, hey everyone, welcome to the How to Do Drugs podcast. Hey, uh, I am Aliyah Janine, your hostess, and then today I have my very good comedy pal and pal in general, Chanel Omari. How are you? Good. How are you? What an honor to be on this podcast Thanks. with Aliyah Janine. This oh, is, shut up. <laughs> oh, this is one of my dreams. I swear. How thirsty was I to come on? I'm like, <laughs> if you want me on the podcast, oh you're no, like, I do you do drugs <laughs> <laughs> oh no it's it's about all levels of yes, drugs okay. yes i've had a recovery addicts i've had um a doctor on i've had um uh you um uh, and uh, what i just ufc fighter on yeah, i you've know had major I, people um i had my buddy mick foley on. yeah so it's all different levels yeah from from mick foley to doug stanhope if yeah, that yeah. makes sense <laughs> to mick foley accidentally um he had some um experiences with this cool well what he thought he was overseas and um he thought it was like this weight lo- loss stuff. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it ended up being like GHB or something. Oh, shit. Like I would so do that too. <laughs> and his wife made him dump it down the toilet, uh, which is amazing. Yeah, to, to Doug Stanhope. So, uh, so <laughs> fucking great. That must have been a journey. Yeah, no, it, it's been journeys. fun. Um, we're up to. I think Sovereign Sire, my, my buddy, my comedy wifey, Sovereign Sire, um, she was episode 25. I did take a little break in June, uh, as most people maybe know. I don't remember if I told you if I just started back up again. Oh, yeah, why? <laughs> I was like, I was wondering. I'm like, I Oh, love, no, I well, a bunch of my shit got hacked. It was like this whole deal. Yeah, people thought I was dead. Um, it was really not that I big literally, of a th- Do you understand that I spoke to my... So I like that week I was doing comedy spots and I had like a I just paid a driver to go and I'm like I don't know my friend she's not answering he's like okay he was French he's like why don't you text her I'm like what a <laughs> duh I fucking texted her and called her and it's going straight to voicemail Are you kidding what if she's in the fucking ditch somewhere we have to find her and he's like um okay no, I just left my phone in my friend's car like I have Holy my shit. I had my spare phone I always have my spare phone but nothing was coming in like I was, nothing I was able like I've texted people that was the thing I'm like I'm normally quiet and I don't talk to a lot of people and fucking Lewis I love Lewis but he's like you didn't respond right away I'm like bitch I will text you eight times and you never yeah, respond true I'm like oh, that's why I gave you a pass I'm like you do you do ch- it text was just always. literally two days people are like she's dead and I'm like I'm just living my life I mean I did go on a little bit of a bender but I was fine and also like my computer my laptop literally took a bath so now I got like a new computer and stuff yeah so it was just I think it was like May or something like that or May or June yeah, yeah that I was um, worried the pod was kind of down yeah because i didn't have anything because i do all my own stuff so um that was fine i also had the patreon it's still up there um i'm not charging anyone 
Oh, that's b- nice for of you. it. Um, for it right now. Well, I took I made all the, the those episodes public because I was like, fuck, I need to put out more content now that I have. It. And thank God a lot of it um, was saved and stuff um, that I had. Thank you. iCloud, I guess. Uh, <laughs> or time machine or whatever the fuck that is. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to bring it back. Uh, um, I've been looking at some studios and stuff like that, some networks. So that's the reason why. Um, and I, I just don't, I don't know what I want to do with it. Like I thought I had everything that I want to do. I'm like, this is a lot. It was a lot of work. It's I was doing um, like weekly vlogs and then th- I'm still doing listener letters, by the way. So if you guys do want to send me your listener um, letters, your stories about your experiences with drugs or without drugs, um, please email me at how to do drugs NYC at gmail.com. Um, and I will, I'm still doing those. Yeah, but I was just doing, I'm like, this is a lot of work and um, it's not paying me a lot right now. That's yes. my whole thing. I'm like, I'm not doing shit unless I'm getting fucking paid. Hey. I mean, it's like Patreon and it takes a while to build up and stuff like that. Um, but as you know, I'm not good with the patience. <laughs> well, no, you have patience. You have more patience than most people I know than me, I think. Re- I, don't I mean, know and the funny that. thing is, not to bring age into it, but I feel like I would be like you. I would be missing for two days. I'm not so into social. Right? Our generation's not so into social media where a millennial yeah. millennial would be like, I cannot disappear in two yeah. days without it looking like a crime and a kidnap. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, well, I'm normally, I mean, I do like, I try to post, you know, yeah. something. And that's no, you're ju- great with content. Yeah. And, and that's just because I'm never not fighting websites like Pornhub and X videos for like Google placement. So a lot of people right. are like, people are like, why do you post? I'm like, I kind of have to, cause I'm fighting different battles than you motherfuckers. <laughs> than most you bitches. Yeah. yeah. Like I do take breaks, but normally I tell people that I take breaks. This one I did yeah, because I only thought it was going to be a day and then uh, like computer happened, lost my phone. And I was just like, isn't it funny it. also when you go on a vendor, I feel like I've been through this even with marijuana. It's like, yeah, I'll disappear for two days. Is that yeah. a thing? Is that a normal well, I thing? I mean, yeah, but I also don't like <laughs> talk to a lot of people all the time, you know, anyway. I'm, right. Yeah. So I was just like, especially in that short amount of time when I got my phone back, I'm like, like I started laughing. Wait, a were you happy bit. that like you're like, oh, people care? Uh, well, no, me. no. But I, well, the first, the, honestly, the first thought that I had was, I'm like, all right, so I have exactly this much time. Like that's the response time <laughs> if I were to ever off myself. Um, but also, if I were to ever off myself, I would definitely not make it that fucking obvious. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, she's smarter than this. Yeah, a lot of my. Scorpio. My uncle, my uncle's like, <laughs> he's like, people wouldn't know for weeks. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I have way more skills than that, you guys. Give a bitch some credit. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> You're like, at the end of all this, the moral of the story is you guys underestimated me. Yeah. You need to give which me more was, credit than that. Yeah, which was very disappointing in y'all. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> but no, it was, I was just like, oh, shit. Wait, are you allowed to share what you did that weekend or what you oh, did? Oh, n- yeah, yeah. N- I, d- I think I may have said it. I normally don't fuck with, um, with Xanax and stuff. I've never been a pill person. Me too, yeah. That much, but... Um, I did some Xanax and it di- I didn't have to do a lot. Like I wasn't drinking. That's the thing. Cause I know, cause that's how one of my buddies died. I'm like, do not drink while doing Xanax. So I didn't drink at all. I was very smart about it. Cause I'm a smart drug addict. Uh, responsible. <laughs> I'm responsible. And Z- a little Xanax can't hurt anyone. It's a really good drug sometimes. Well, sometimes I mean, you do it like, cause I also <laughs> don't like feeling like, uh, like, like that's that. Right. But I was also kind of like, there was like, I stopped seeing this dude and there was like family drama. And I'm like, maybe, some Xanax like let's just try it right let me just numb myself and forget it yeah let's see how that and I'm like this is kind of unpleasant like it wasn't as much fun and I knew that already because I've done it once or twice before but you know I'm an idiot and try try again <laughs> by the way drinking on it because I, I know it's bad and responsible I did used to do that in college because I'm prescribed Xanax oh I was yeah prescribed Xanax oh yeah I'm prescribed to to to, yeah and but when you take just a little and you drink just a little and it's in moderation it is I'm not encouraging it it is I do understand how you get lost in it and why yeah. like I literally would go in my for two days and be like in such a cloud nine such yeah. a happy like it's happy happy state yeah, I and you're right. It's not too much where you're like, "Ew, I, didn't, I, I forgot everything last night." Like you remember, yeah. but like you, you're numb. Yeah, I didn't like. The main thing is I don't like how I feel the next day. I feel yeah. like. I feel like it's something that I'm like, oh, fuck, do I need to take? Because it's a narcotic and it's an addictive narcotic, and I do have that very addictive thing. But um, I, I was always 
like I don't like the way it makes me because I always feel like way worse than a hangover. It's like it's this really weird. It's almost like also mentally sad, kind of like if, if you've ever done ecstasy before where it's like you are legally depressed for, for the next yes. couple of days because all the serotonin, like all your happy brain chemicals have been depleted because you just made this drug fucking force it all out of you kind of thing. So with that, yeah, I didn't I don't like the way that I feel, but I was also like kind of worried if I if my body would want it again, you know, because sure. like that or my brain even be like, oh, do I want more of that? And it wasn't necessarily that my brain definitely likes my brain likes cocaine. My brain loves uppers. I think it's the ADHD downers. It's definitely. And now I know again. I mean, I knew before, but <laughs> lesson learned. I mean, I, it's funny because I love downers. See, I'm yeah, because I'm already such a high. I guess I have a lot of energy, but you see yeah. you, but like, I guess I need the downer. So that's why yeah. I like, like ma- indica marijuana or yeah. like, ecstasy is great because it kind of makes you go yeah. low in the end and you get tired after you're like super happy. Yeah. You like that. Well, you're or Molly. Like when I, um, <coughs> when, when I go out, cause li- like with work and stuff like that, cause I guess I'm an empath or whatever, but like a lot of times when I do like a bunch of shows in a row, like I'll stay home. Like, and I have to, like, because it's so much physical, like, energy and stuff. Yeah, so when I'm out, I'm fucking great. But, yeah, a lot of times I'm, like, I just need to be away from people and, like, recharge with me and my crystals or what the fuck ever and just kind of, yeah. So I do have energy when I'm out. Cocaine and stuff like that or or even Adderall, like, that helps keep me going longer, basically. But then, yeah, then I'll be home for, like, two weeks and be, like, (laughs) oh, I need to not be around and it's mainly I just can't be around people. <laughs> I have that, too. I was like, I thought yeah. I was the only person. Like, no. Because uh, we're extroverts as performers, but then we're introverts. Yeah, and I, and it's I a, I like the introverted sh- extrovert. Yeah, yeah it's very... It's um, interesting that you're, you share that because I was like, I f- thought I was the only one. Like, no, there are a couple... There's definitely a couple of performers where, yeah, it's like I'm the same way where it's like I need to just like recharge like mentally, yeah. just not be around people. Especially, <laughs> well, like, there's some people are just, like, high energy. All the like, time, right? And they could be around so many people. That, uh, yeah. And, and, like, consistently. Yeah. Well, some people, that's also a type of drug, maybe, like, an addiction to always need that to have that. Like, maybe they're missing something where they constantly have to be, you know, maybe their moms didn't love them or something. Yes, I love the psychology <laughs> in this because it's so true. Yeah, that some people need that. And also, some people don't like to be alone with themselves. Like, some people really... I mean, I think a lot of people learn that over quarantine. It's like, yeah. I really don't like myself that much. <laughs> I cannot be with myself for this long. And I was like, I'm normally by this. Like, quarantine was really no different <laughs> than my regular life. <laughs> I want to cheers with you right now because me too. I was like, am I the only one who's thinking this way? Like, this is like, amazing. This is am- and then, then there was no FOMO because oh, nobody. Yeah, no one was doing shit. No one was doing a goddamn thing. We're all doing the same thing. Yeah, the only thing that sucks <laughs> is that every once in a while I'll be like, I would like to go do, co- oh, I can't do comedy right. or I like to go grab a drink or something. Every once in a while, I'll even go pick up my f- own food. That's so rare. But <laughs> yeah, like you would just want to. Yeah, but, but I think that was also like because we couldn't that I'm like, no, I want to. to. <laughs> like we take advantage of all that. Deli- now I want to go pick up my own food. <laughs> No mm. delivery <laughs> for me. Okay, I'm a hardworking white bitch. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but uh, like that's this. Yeah, that's this. I mean, doing drugs and staying home and being introverted sometimes is really a good escape. I, from I what think we do. Yeah, least. I definitely think people need to appreciate that more. That that alone time and like being able to like sit with yourself and. Uh, um, as yeah. Sovereign had said in the last one, she's like, I was forced to. She's like, and a lot of people, if if like if you guys were smart and you use that time, a lot of people work through a lot of shit. shit. I noticed a lot of people are a lot happier. Yes, a lot of people are a lot calmer, <laughs> especially like comics and shit like it's that. Calmer, yeah, not uh, less angry. Yeah, th- like it really did help with some people. I, I'm sure some people are the exact opposite, <laughs> but I noticed a lot of people. I think a lot of people work. Through a lot of shit, especially if they live by themselves. Some people, you know, couples stayed together. Some couples broke up. And it's like, yeah, we use that time because hopefully (laughs) we'll never have to, you know, like that is definitely once in a lifetime kind of like a pandemic where we're like all inside, uh, inside in quarantine. Like I can't even remember. I'm sure there was another time when like especially here in the States where people 
had to do that kind of thing. So, yeah, so hopefully more people utilize that time to work through their trauma. <laughs> their I mean, issues. I love eating alone. Like, I had to do that a lot, like, where I didn't need someone to eat, didn't oh, yeah, need someone yeah. to chill with. And yeah. I, was, I worked through that through therapy because mm-hmm. you're right. You have to be able to sit and enjoy your own company. Cause like, like, I've gone yeah. to the movies by myself. By yourself, yeah. And that was like, that was always, I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> people must think I'm like the ugliest person and then nobody likes me. Because that's automatically you're what like, yes. what people who are like really depressed and like low self-esteem mm-hmm. and self-respect and shit like that. And then all of a sudden, like. Like, no, go to the movies. It's so yeah, nice. It's so nice to go to the movies by yourself. I You're love right. going to, like, I love, like, the Angelica Theater, like, the matinees. Like, I'll yeah, totally go and so just, cool. and like, take myself on, out on a date. It's not even taking myself on a date. I'm just doing shit. Be like, I'm going to go to a movie today. And yeah. that's it. Yeah. Because if you can't enjoy your own company, you're right. How is someone else going to really genuinely enjoy yeah. it? Yeah. Right? So, like, if you can genuinely enjoy it, I feel like that's such a great test to mm-hmm. overcome. It really is. Yeah. People definitely need to spend um, more time with them goddamn selves. Because <laughs> people are like, why don't people like me? Well, you don't like you. <laughs> so, so how is that? There you go. Like, your dog doesn't even like you kind of thing. So, um, with you now, yeah. let's let's get to you. <laughs> Let's talk about you and um, some drugs. Now, you kind of, you're very Jewish. Very, yes. Very Jewish. And so um, your family is kind of strict when when it comes with certain things. So um, how, like as a teenager, did you ever experiment with stuff? Um, And um, did you ever get caught as as a teenager? (laughs) Great question. (laughs) Hope my mom doesn't watch this. By the way, my mom found a comedy clip on that note on Instagram, and she's like, "You better take it off and stop talking about me and lying about me." Oh no! Because I said she like took oxy's after she had me. It was it was a joke. But yes, speaking of strict, Mm -hmm. so growing up, I went to a a private Jewish school. It was Mm -hmm. called Yeshiva, and in the Five Towns, and yeah, we had like a lot of rules. And I was I was like a good, more of a good girl because I think. We didn't have, we weren't exposed to a lot of drugs. Okay. But there were some of, like, the popular kids who I was friends with, yeah. the cool kids. Of course. They would experiment with, like, and, like, the seniors when we were freshmen, like, mm-hmm. they'd be like, let's go back after lunch at, like, kosher pizza style and let's smoke marijuana. But at the time, I mm-hmm. thought marijuana was so bad. Yeah. Because that's how my mom and my parents, and mm-hmm. that was, like, the gateway drug, the first drug that really was publicized and stigmatized as, like, negative And, like, if, yeah. you're, if you're a pothead, you're lazy, you're not going to equate to anything yeah. in society. Like, those were the things. Mm-hmm. So I did stay away from that. My friends tried marijuana because the, the first time I tried weed was, like, in college. So I think I experimented more with, like, drinking and what was interesting, Molly. Because okay. you would think that a 16-year-old who's yeah. suppressed and, like, restricted would not try, well, maybe some. Yeah, well, well but yeah. But go y- straight to Molly yeah, or weed. Yeah, skip weed. Well, I did acid. And ecstasy, but, yeah. Yeah, before I ever really smoked pot. So. Oh, you did? Okay, mm-hmm. so then oh, we're, yeah. we're the same. Yeah. yeah. So, and that stuff, of course, I couldn't let my mom know. So, and she would never even let me go to clubs. So <laughs> what I would do was lie to her mm-hmm. and, like, sneak out and say, oh, I'm having a sleepover with the girls. I'm going to my friend's, friend's house. house. She's coming to my yes. friend's and house. And then we're not going, going to other one's house. Yes, yeah. and we're going out. And we'd have to, like, you know, prep ourselves with the, you know, the excuses. And we would go to, like, Limelight and, like, mm-hmm. Studio, fi- not Studio 54, but, like, clubs like that, mm-hmm. you know? Like, Lotus. We would get fucked up. And then we would take ecstasy or Molly. Like, that was our thing for yeah. 16. And I felt like it was also a way for us to rebel against our parents as we were like, fuck you. You're making us go through all these rules and yeah. all this shit that we don't, whether we believe in it or not, like the main thing was being a good person. And I yeah. saw a lot of like bad shit happen, you mm-hmm. know, but no, and w- w- one time I did get caught. Oh. So I, this was hilarious. So I was going, I was a, f- a sophomore in, in high school okay. and it was cool. The cool thing to hang out with all the seniors mm-hmm. and there was a guy I liked who was a senior and we all went out and I remember my best friend at the time was dating my cousin who was a senior, okay. and we all took Molly and drank a lot. I drank a lot. And you yeah. can't be drinking that much at a 15, as a fi- and I was skinny no, at 15 years old with Molly. Like, that's fucking and crazy. And your body, yeah, your bodies like, are still growing and figuring this. shit out. Yes, yeah. I'm, like, so scrawny, like, hey, let me <laughs> take Molly. And they're yeah. like, who's this weirdo bitch? And you're just, like, grinding your teeth, like, like I like candy. Yeah, like I, didn't even, like, I didn't even know who I was, you know what I mean? And I also wasn't like a drug person. It was just mm-hmm. like I was mostly the good kid. Well, it's like but experimenting. Experiments yeah, but it's also especially. I think a lot of kids, you know, especially the the ones with strict parents, um, they're gonna do it more because you're telling them not to. My mom and shit, they were just like, "You're gonna do drugs. We can't stop you. Just like be responsible about it." So like, I didn't. 
like I partied as much as like everyone else, but it wasn't like I need to, to like, yeah. Have a de- right, because for me it was more of a desire because it was always, you can't do this. You have mm-hmm. to be perfect. You have to be the pretty one. You have to have this image. You can't, yeah. you know, embarrass the family. Drugs is a no-no. And even though like as you get older, you're like drugs is a necessity with some people. I mean, drugs is what we need ma- America drugs. makes money off. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> makes the world go round. Let's yeah. be honest, whether it's prescribed or not. Mm-hmm. And you know, but then I got really drunk. I got so wasted that I got blacked out. And I remember even like dancing on the dance floor and like grinding my crush. And I was like, it was so mortifying, like Jersey Shore grinding, like yeah. Ronnie Jersey Shore you grinding. Don't know really so how bad. To dance, don't yeah. know how to dance. Like, like I'm that like, high he's school definitely not going to talk though. to me. Yeah, he's like, he's definitely not going to talk to me anymore. I'm like, speak of like wanting to know if he likes me. Everyone's going to be like, uh, by the way, David hates you <laughs> like tomorrow. <laughs> and I never, I didn't remember anything. Mm-hmm. I remember just getting home almost like really having to go rush to the hospital because my cousin was worried because I was throwing up. And I even said to my cousin, like, oh, if no. you weren't my cousin, I would fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, my th- okay, my thing is, okay. Um, I literally said to my first cousin, like, if I wasn't this drunk or fucked up, this is why I say do not do Molly and drink because that's like another ball game. Like do Molly by itself. Yeah, th- it's, that like, is it's one an of even kill high. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because I've done that later, Molly later on in my life, and it's like a better high anyway. You're more like aware and like in love. Like you're more about love and then yeah. stupidity. Because I was like, um, if you weren't my cousin, I would fuck you. Like <laughs> how awkward at every holiday fucking season, man. Like I need to take a sip. <laughs> Some kissing cousin type shit. And my best friend was dating him at the time. She's like, dude, I wanted to, I didn't know if I should punch you in the face or cry for you. Like, you were so bad. I've never seen you out of your mind. You were always, like, the good kid. It was, like, Mm -hmm. weird to see, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like this, because in their eyes, they were like, there's two ways Chanel's going to end up after this night. Either the really dark, fucked up, like, (laughs) drug addict, like, loser friend path, you know? Like, like, like I'm still 36, being like, yo, yo, I got weed. I'm going to sell you weed. Yeah, yeah. Or never doing it again and two goody two shoes. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you don't want either or. And I remember he took me home and he's like, dude, I don't want, he, he never got me in trouble. He was always my savior and always protected me. And he said, to, he said, I have a dilemma right now. I have to have your, I have to bring you in with your parents. Yeah. This is going to fucking ruin your life. Yeah. You will never go out again. Yeah. And I was, I, I was so drunk I, and I was throwing up all over. <laughs> my mom and dad saw me. They were like mortified. I mean, I remember the shame. They were just like. I feel like we, my Jews mom. Jews are real big on shame. so big. My mom was like, I feel like I need to disown you. I'm like, I'm 15 and I'm throwing up in your bathroom. Like, like disown me. Be, that's like a pretty big punishment. The embarrassment of, yes. of, of also not even knowing what you yes. did. Because I have definitely have come home like wasted as a kid. And my mom would <laughs> just be like, how? Yes. Like she wouldn't like like sometimes she, she ground me depending on what it was or whatever. But she'd be like, I bet you learned a lesson, didn't you? And be like, yes, I did. See, that's better yes, parenting because like. The next day, I was punished enough going through those high school, are you kidding, halls? Everyone yeah. heard about it. Everyone's like, yo, Chanel, I heard you got twisted last night. <laughs> yo, Chanel. I, and then you're like, you're going by your crush, the guy on the football team, the hot guy, the oh, one right, that you've that been you like best friends with, up. that you're grinding. And then the hot girl, the popular girl, because like I was popular because I was like the class clown. So yeah, it was okay, like yeah. very hard to not be my friend, right? I was yeah. friends with everyone. And I was always friends with the popular girls, but I wasn't like, re- I wasn't the leader. And there was always this really pretty girl who got along with everyone. Mm-hmm. She's actually a good friend of mine till today. She's (laughs) married. And she was there where I was like grinding in the middle of both of them. So imagine grinding in the middle of the cheerleader and football fucking quarterback. quarterback, (laughs) And you're just like waving around and then throwing up chopped salad all over everyone. It's disgusting. It's crazy. (laughs) Everyone's like, what happened to this girl? She was a good kid. But, you know, we gave her drugs. We gave her (laughs) drugs. And she and they and. I didn't like that they shamed me for a long time. You know, my friends did, my uh, family yeah. did. Well, that's the Jewish way, it's I the guess. Jewish yeah. fucking way, which pisses me off, which we need to get better at, you know, because yeah. shaming and guilting someone doesn't make you a better person, doesn't make them a better person. No, I mean, if anything, it will make you want to even, like like you said, more eat bad d- stuff. And yeah. I did do that. I feel like I developed mental health issues also because my therapist said something interesting lately. She's like, I mm-hmm. feel like. This was like real. This shit is damaging, and you didn't even realize it because you weren't allowed to fight back. You yeah. were just uh, you were just told like you got to be this way, and if you're not this way, you're an asshole. You're you're just that's why I have like low self esteem where I struggle with it. And she's like that really fucked you up, and it kind of makes you w- no wonder why you like smoke a lot sometimes to like ease your anxiety or 
you know, everyone has their gateway drug or drinking, mm-hmm. I think, that they stick to because I'm not a big drinker. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like my parents being so strict really kind of fucked me up. Well, it... um Not even with a... St- not yeah. a drug addiction, just even people addiction. Well, I mean, well, it does create a lot of anxiety. Anxiety. A ton of it. Depression. Anxiety and, and depression and, and, like, questioning... um questioning your own feelings and your own thoughts because like for me a lot of it was like i'm not like you need to not man up but it's like oh you don't feel that way or it's like you're fine kind of thing yes and so like you don't trust your own intuition about how you feel or and and you're always like people like you need to feel the way that these people think that you should it's like that's not how things work and it fucks you up and it does fuck you up as an adult and and especially with with our generations like a lot of mental health stuff like we didn't really do that you know there wasn't a lot of therapy and, and stuff like that and it's like oh you go to therapy you're fucking like Crazy. you're Loon. nut job you're Loon. right i couldn't even and talk th- about that yeah to my best. even my best friend was like at the time she's like you know i can't be- or now she's like i can't believe her and her husband were like we can't believe you're not as fucked up as you kind of should be from yeah. what you went through with the trauma mm-hmm. you would think that you were you would be like a heroin addict no offense at this mm-hmm. point where you're trying oh, to I should num- be dead. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> <laughs> we're like both should like be dead or, you know, or where you're like numbing <laughs> your pain and like because mm-hmm. there's so much. But you know, as adults and mature adults, like we try to be, yeah. we either take it out on comedy, which is a great platform, yeah. or creativity or therapy. I think I think different generations like handled it differently, differently. too. Yeah, if you think about like shell shock and like uh, World War Two vets, um, right? They. Every th- one was very strict. They used to beat the fuck out of their kids. Their oh kids shit, are yeah. now our parents. <laughs> oh right, right. I forget <laughs> kind that of thing. So, um, so yeah. So, so a lot of people, you know, dealt with with just like a lot of physical abuse. Where back then it was just discipline yeah. and, and um, the way th- that they spoke to, to children and stuff like that. And a lot of kids. I know, like like our generation, like we always had to grow up really fast. Like yes. like we like I we weren't allowed to really be a kid. Be, be kids. Um, I was in charge of like always taking care of like my half brother and my stepbrother since I was like seven, and then it was like seven till about fourteen, and then fourteen, I was I was basically an only child again, and so that's when I got into the drug thing. I'm like, oh, now I get to be a kid again, kind right. of thing. Yes, yeah, so it's a so very a lot weird yeah, regression so or yeah, whatever. Regress- so a lot of people didn't really get to um, have, like, a childhood. So yeah. a lot of times they'll lash out in other ways, you know, be, you know, comics as adults or, you know, just goofballs in general or not really take a lot of things um, seriously because they were forced to at such a young age. They're like, I didn't get a childhood, so I'm going to do this now. Yeah, because I was very similar to you, to upbringing where mm-hmm. – I was the oldest of three kids. My mom would work for with my dad. He would be overseas. She would work at the shoe stores, and I was eight years old, taking care of like a fucking yeah five year old and, and that a two year old. And I was like, "What's wrong with yeah. you?" Like, are you? and she's like, "Oh, the na- the part time housekeeper is coming." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm eight years old, and I'm here with the kids for like six hours by myself." Yeah, and that was normal. Normal, like, like that was. And now you would leave an <laughs> eight, five, and two year old. <laughs> You'd like, be reported. You are going to jail. You are so going you to. You and jail. I could like report our moms now. What, what would happen? They'd be like, "Are you fucking kidding, right? Aaliyah and Chanel? We'll kill you." That <laughs> would be hilarious. Be like, if <laughs> all our parents would be arrested. All yeah, of, literally. Like, most of our generation. And it's funny how you're like, and we were taught not to feel. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. say anything because mm-hmm. if I said something, I'd get in trouble. It'd be mm-hmm. a whole like dramatic fight, which is also be like, get over it. My mom was get, get over, over it. it. Was their favorite. Yeah, you be know, like, people are suffering more than you. You'll find a way. Yeah, you'll always find a yeah. way. Quit bitching about your shit. <laughs> yeah, so that was always, um, yeah, so a lot. I have, um, I'm working on a new bit. I don't like to do them on podcasts, but, um, like, because I'm, I'm an Xennial. What year were you born in again? Uh, 84. Yeah, so you're, like, right at the end. So the Xennials, which is, like, late generation X, early, early millennials, we're, we're the Xennials. Like, we, we are our own generation. Yeah, it's, like, 77 to 84 and i'm like this generation like my our generation specifically like we're so fucked up because yes. we think about like a lot of the music that we listen to was like the offspring self-esteem and radiohead's creep it's like no wonder we're my so favorite fucked up. yeah my, yeah, fa- my no, favorite song our favorite fucking song it's like yeah, like, do you know what that means <laughs> like we are so fucked we are so fucked up. We're so sorry. <laughs> I'm a creep. Oh my god! And I'm like yeah, loving like, and I'm so proud to like yeah, sing it. 
self-esteem is one of my favorite ones. <laughs> or even Nirvana was big that during that time, right? Yeah. Which is funny oh, how yeah, mental yeah, health yeah. wasn't was taboo yet he was all about yeah with the suicide well i think a lot of that too like when people um especially celebrities and stuff like that when they would you know die um die from suicide it was always like oh you could get help but it was never it was still really kind of quiet it wasn't like these are the numbers and blah 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 it's just like oh that's really sad it's like you know we could prevent that (laughs) we could prevent people from offing themselves if we just like listen to them a lot. Yes. They just got. They need therapy. They need to listen. Yeah. Our generation is so fucked up because we're all, we are also like we grew up with the internet. Uh, we're older than fucking MTV. Yeah. We we, we and we're technically older than we're the older internet. than MTV, bitch. <laughs> it's so true that and also yeah when you put religion on growing up and being suppressed yeah you tend to rebel later. Like I realized mm-hmm. my therapist recently said she goes I feel like you're 36 but going on 16 like you. Re- you're more like a teenager not a typical 36 year old and i think that's because my brain shut down Mm -hmm. from the trauma and like you said i had to grow up fast at a point and Mm -hmm. then once i didn't have to grow up fast anymore i wanted to just be a kid yeah like now and so like like being responsible sucks yeah and like even i feel like i think we talked about this where it's like i was a late bloomer smoking weed like not Mm -hmm. a lot of my friends smoke the way i want to smoke where it's like you want to get that first high in high school it's Mm kind of like you guys i feel like done that didn't did that done that already mm-hmm. i don't know does does that make sense like oh yeah well because um, there's a couple of people who um who started smoking weed way way later in life um i know Derek Gaines. i i keep talking about really him. Derek Gaines smoked later it, in he life? yeah he didn't That's start so smoking pot until he was like 28 i want to say um, yeah it was like 20 f- 25 yeah so a couple of people they definitely found it later and it's it's i I'm glad because I think because I like smoking about way more than I like Xanax and stuff, you know, and it definitely um, like there's been very few times that I've had like um, extra anxiety or panic attacks from it. And that normally is just maybe too much or um, also the type of weed. Yes. And and that kind of thing. But, yeah, I, I definitely weed can be very helpful but but it also like you can just be smoking just to get fucked up, to, you know, just to get super stoned. Right, which isn't always like the best, right? Yeah. Like also, I have you know depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. and so my therapist put me on it because it's organic. It's not like pills and me don't mix. You know, I mm-hmm. could I do have an addictive personality, so I realize if I take it, I'm gonna be more addicted. And also as a performer, I wasn't really performing because I was like a zombie. Mm-hmm. So nothing mattered to me in life. I was like, ah, I'm happy. I'm fine. So I, I try to do, yeah, I just don't think abusing weed is smart. Like where you yeah. can't function and you can't do a set or you can't do a podcast because mm-hmm. you're revolving. And that's happened to me, believe me, where I revolve it around weed. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. But you want to get, nu- it's like you said that weekend when you like, if you're breaking up with someone, especially me, I have a hard time with heartbreak. So mm-hmm. I got to numb the shit out. And I'm not doing heroin. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> let me smoke that weed. And it's like <laughs> my ex used to be like, yo, you do, you smoke weed like it's heroin. Like you yeah. t- to get that high. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, yeah. The the first high. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've noticed that that sometimes, like, if you don't smoke for a while, and you sl- like, if I don't Ooh. smoke, well, like yesterday, I didn't smoke all day. For sometimes, like, I've definitely noticed now that I'm older, I don't um, <coughs> excuse me, smoke as much. But yeah, yesterday I didn't smoke all day, and then I smoked a little bit before I went to go do comedy fight night, and um, yeah, and I was sitting on the train, I was like, oh, I am really stoned right now. Oh fuck. <laughs> I was like, I was not expecting that. <laughs> That's a nice surprise, though. You're right. Maybe yeah, I need no, to no, take no, a break. It yeah, it is. But at the same time, I'm like, fuck, I wasn't expecting to be this high <laughs> before comedy fight night. Um, I sobered up because it was about a half hour or whatever <laughs> before the show started. But I was like, that's what happened to me on the 4th of July when I did their show. But I also had like a liquid edible from my buddy. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm real high. I was just, yeah. So <laughs> Edibles are good, too. So yeah. Sometimes it is. But um. I like that first, li- like that's why I don't eat a lot of edibles because edibles will give me that like first stoned feeling where I'm just like whoa and like it's <laughs> nice, but I like just like a couple hits here and there. I yeah. can function. Yes, and yes, everything's moderation. Just, yeah, and everything's just nice. But yeah, I have definitely over smoked, and sometimes like if we're going to the movies and it's like a comedy or something right. like that, I'm like oh let's you know get super stoned. But yeah, it does. Um, it can take more. For you to do that, but that's why, like any good drug addict, knows that if you want to get high, high, you can't do it for a while. Like my ah, dad, my dad—that's the tip. My dad used to take breaks. He would, 
because he's <laughs> I think I learned unfortunately like subconsciously a lot of his drug habits <laughs> so he's a fun kids don't try this at yeah, all <laughs> he was a, he was a functioning um drug addict but you know bipolar manic depressant PTSD from the Vietnam War kind of thing but he would um he would go on these benders and, and stuff like that he'd be gone for like a week or two and then come back and then three weeks He'd be fine, like, the first week, he'd be like, we don't fuck with dad. Second week, he'd be a little bit more social. Third week, greatest dad in the world, then a week, and then he'd wow. go away. It was almost like this monthly kind of thing. But, yeah, he would clean himself up so that way when he did go get high, it would be cheaper. It's right. more cost-effective. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, like, doing drugs. It's like, I yeah. need to do drugs cost-effectively. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to do my drugs. But that must—that's probably—that was har- probably hard because it's a roller coaster, right? Like your dad in and out, and oh yeah, with the bipolar. Oh, especially his manic phases were so much fun. <laughs> You'd be like, "Let me buy you a car, and then You're let's like, rebuild Yay, the daddy. car." Yeah, and then we rebuild the car for like a week, and then the car would be sold. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah, the disappointment. My dad also—he would travel for work, but I feel like his addiction was like more work Mm -hmm. he probably had other vices you know but he would literally be gone for like three weeks out of the month yeah and then come back and he'd be the best dad in the world wow it's really crazy how we similarly yeah yeah different you know and and i think that also adds to it right why you want to do drugs later on in life because you're just kind of like wait a minute i'm realizing how fucked up i was raised or how fucked up things have been for me Mm -hmm. and i and it's 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 kind of spiraling in my career or my work life or my friendship Mm -hmm. life and then you're like oh wait i need to like but now I need to smoke or I need to do drugs to numb. But now I smoke almost like a medication. It's like a taking a pill, like a yeah. birth control every day. Does that make like a joint oh, a day? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A joint a day keeps the demons away. Ooh. <laughs> I go on a T-shirt. Hello. <laughs> um, but it, it is. It, it's, it's very much. Um, it could be a very good like antidepressant. Um, yeah, I would rather, I definitely would rather smoke weed. Do you, um, do you, have you ever tried anything else? Well, you've tried Molly. Have you ever tried it like hallucinogenics or like even cocaine? Never shrooms, never tried cocaine. Yeah. I don't know how you would do on a hallucinogenic. I feel like I would go, wouldn't I be bugging out and bugging everyone out? What do you think I would do? Yeah. Let's have the Aaliyah prediction. Cause you know me pretty well more than most. I think, um, like if we were out in nature Mm -hmm. and like in a safe space, I think you would have a fucking blast i think that if i was with you yeah i think that that maybe you try to get in your head but i'm very good at getting helping people out of shit like that but yeah i think nature uh, you know would be very fun maybe like a nice little outdoor concert or something like that but um anywhere else i think maybe it would i would bug out yeah i think you may bug out yeah like we were at a club or something like you know me because like i don't see everyone's like okay you're so social you're so friendly but that doesn't mean yeah, I can I get along. I could get along with you, but it doesn't mean I trust you. Yeah, and I'm safe with you under drugs. Yeah, you know, you definitely have to be comfortable. And there's also that thing where um, a lot of people will get in their head. They're like, "I'm gonna have a bad trip." Well, then you're gonna have a bad oh trip. Right, you can't go into it. Obviously, yeah. Be like, I'm gonna think. Ab- I'm like, do you want to think about that? Maybe you need to think about that. <laughs> Maybe yeah, because isn't there a thing with ayahuasca, which is. I guess it's not really a drug, but you take oh this no thing where you no it's a it's very a strong oh it is a strong drug oh yeah and it's a hallucinating drug oh yeah and it's supposed to clear your mind or your it system can, yeah well they have um it could be very spiritual for some people some people do not think it, it can't be one of those things but um a lot of people do think certain hallucinogenics especially um natives you know Native Americans and, and um a lot of tribal people they absolutely use those as as a form of um their religion spirituality um if you have demons yeah you know Native Americans with the peace pipe but even with mushrooms and like peyote and, and ayahuasca and stuff like that yeah they use it as as like a spiritual guide as a way to like you know even mentally like like figure shit out and some people um who do that love that Right, I know. Some, a lot great. of my friends are trying to get me to do it. I'm like, yeah. it's scary, but maybe it's helpful with spirituality. Oh, I mean, th- there's like in California, th- you know, th- there's little camps. Like you're there, you have your own little cabin oh, cool. kind of thing. They they make sure that like you can't drink or smoke weed for an entire month. They want your body completely free of oh, all real? all drugs and and stuff like that. Oh yeah, no, because it is supposed to be like a spiritual journey. And you're so I hear you're supposed to throw up. Is that true too? You can't. Yeah, people. What yeah, is that it's about? Just, just because it's throwing. Yeah, no. It's 
just because it's the drug. It's just super strong and like kind of fucks um, with your stomach a little bit. One of my girlfriends, um, anytime she she would do like ecstasy or shrooms, like she would end up throwing up and then like she would she would start tripping. Um, one of my other friends, every time she took E, she always had to poop. Yeah, <laughs> there's always <laughs> right. There's always something. There's always that. I've never. Um, I've never had the um, the throw up stuff. Ayahuasca, I threw up a little bit. Um, but yeah, I've never I've never been one of those people that I think that gets sick. Well, no, drugs. there was one time <laughs> on mushrooms. I was in Vegas, but I thought we were having. Um, I remember I took um, what is it to to stop you from having diarrhea? Ammonia or uh, ammonium? Ammonium, yes. Because um, I thought me and my dude we were gonna have anal. And um and we had and we didn't and so the next day like we ate mushrooms and I remember I was really constipated and I was like tripping and I'm like I think I have to poop <laughs> and so like he just he's like you could do it you could poop I'm like I don't think I can poop and then like it was just like two little turds and I'm like I guess that's all that's coming right now so there one time with the pooping. <laughs> I would die. I feel like I would poop a lot if I did like coke. Like I would be that coke head that would oh, like. Oh, it makes me go poop have and to be go so skinny. But I would also be like a. What do you think I'd be like on coke? I'd you be like a crackhead on Forty Second Street. Yeah, you should definitely. Oh no, you would love it. You'd be doing. But you'd I'd be, be an addict. A, yeah, no, you'd be super bad. I'd be super. I'd be like, <laughs> wait, let me before my comedy said. Ah, yeah. yeah. Like a monster. Yeah. I Bro, know. but I'd be so skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be I'm so, so thin. Skinny. I'd be so. Every guy would want me. Because I'm so skinny. <laughs> yeah, but your eyes would also be like sunken in. I'd be like a crazy. Yeah. Everyone be like, Chanel Moore, I went fucking nuts. Yeah, I think the Coke was bad for you. No Coke. Mushrooms, yeah, outdoors. I do want to try shrooms. Maybe I'll try it with you or like people I'm safe with. Yeah. I like, like even shrooms, I did want to try it. Because I, I like, um, and there's micro dosing too with it. Like you take a little bit, you see oh, how you micro dosing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, we need to do that. Yeah, you don't have to just take a whole eighth right away, girl. Oh, thank you for <laughs> not peer pressuring. See, guys, get you good friends like Aaliyah. She's not a fucking peer pressure like every motherfucker who's trying like to make me do Coke. We're going to the park. Everyone's <laughs> be, and I don't understand with Coke. Why does everyone want to make you do it? I guess they don't want to do it alone. Yeah, because because we're pathetic people. I'm like I was always peer pressured by that. Yeah, no, I've never. Like, come um, on. Like I've jokingly be like you know, but I've never uh, and like if people because I've seen people like kind of not want to do and other people try to peer pressure them. I'm like shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's like the I'm worst. Li- I'm like quit making people like you. You pathetic piece of shit. We're already horrible people. We don't need to add another one. I understand misery loves company, but we don't need. Yeah, I guess misery loves company. That's <laughs> what it's about. <laughs> Drug dealers are always the greatest. Would that be like, here, baby, just try a little bit. This is free. Tonight it's free. In two weeks when you're hooked, <laughs> then it's not free. And I'm going to take your money. Yeah, yeah. it's so true. <laughs> it's just good. Thank God, I d- right, thank God I didn't get hooked, I guess, on drugs based yeah, on my Yeah, I think that, that you would I probably be dead. like me and be like, I love cocaine. Oh, yeah, I would. Yeah, it would be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, oh, Chanel, I think you need to go to rehab. Yeah. Well, now, because um, some of, you know, there was the L.A. comics who had um, passed away right, and uh, so Kate, sad. who was hospitalized. I hope she's doing okay. I actually haven't heard anything um, about her um, as of late. So um, one of my buddies, he was actually on the show, um, mm. w- one of my former, like, current also pot dealers. He normally pot. He does pot and he does um and he, he started growing his own mushrooms which oh, is super super cool. Fu- yeah he loves doing like he m- make his own soap he's great I love him dearly uh one of his buddies like just gave him an ounce of coke and it was literally right after uh, Michael K Williams because he also died that weekend right. so a bunch of people but we don't know what he died of so uh, so we're not speculating that it was a drug overdose yet although he did have a problem with drugs and they found paraphernalia in his house but that's fentanyl. I'm like, one, why are you mixing a downer with an upper? Like, that's dumb. Unless you want speedball, then you use heroin or, like, ketamine and coke. It's just I also safer. didn't understand because both drugs are super expensive. So why would you... Well, fentanyl's actually real cheap. It's it way is? Oh, cheaper. Oh, I thought it was expensive because no. all the celebrities were getting it from the doctors, and it was expensive. Well, well, it's prescribed, yeah, but no, like, that's why it's in everything mm. because it's fucking... I guess it's it's cheaper and fucking... 
and stronger. But yeah, he got this out. I'm like, dude, that like a bunch of people just died, and like someone had posted in the Legion of Skanks like private Facebook group, like this uh, place where you could get um, testing, le- like fentanyl testing strips, but it also had like kits to test uh, your ecstasy and your acid. Oh, that's and great. And so just like whole little science kit there with the little blotters and stuff. And I'm like, oh sweet. So I had him order all of that. I'm like, dude, test this shit first. Yes, <laughs> I was just talking about this at the Jersey Shore with recent comics. I think it's called safedance.org Safe Dan- or That's something That's good that you're like saying that. this because yeah. we literally I'll had this conversation, and it's safe to say this. It's a good encouragement because mm-hmm. when you do drugs, it's not like we're encouraging to do drugs, but if you do it, do it safely. Do it responsibly yeah. and put others in a responsible situation. I swear to God, I was having this conversation with some comics at the Jersey Shore this weekend mm-hmm. when we heard this news, mm-hmm. and they were like, they, they were like, that's interesting. I'm like, you know what? If you do drugs, at least be responsible. Test it. They're like, but where are you going to get a test? How are you going to do that? Chanel, when you do drugs, it's about fun. I'm like, well, then take the, take the extra step if you care enough about yourself or the other yeah. person and just do it. And then you can have fun. Now, granted, I'm sure I bought weed where weed can be. I don't know if weed can be laced with fentanyl because um, it's a downer. I think, um, think it's I mean, because they would have to like sprinkle it on. They would have to purposely, you uh. know, put it. And that would be weird. Oh, has it been done? I'm sure. Why with coke it's easier to sprinkle it in? Yeah, well, because it's a powder. Powder. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely like I've smoked joints dipped in formaldehyde before. I don't recommend. Oh that. my god, how's that? It's you get. It's Did you get poison? <laughs> You're like you get fucked up. It is. Yeah. Th- but I that mean, is I was such also a great, real, yeah. like, like great tip and. Yeah, you well should I put mean, it yeah, in the bio it, it, because it, it, I'm going to try to get that because I want to be responsible now that mm-hmm. I realize when that happened, I was like, it's something like, I guess, slapped me in the head. Like, OK, you got to get. Well, you don't. Yeah, you're not doing well, coke. Not so doing yeah. coke. <laughs> but if I ever did, I feel like I tried you it. I would do this. It, well, it's almost it's kind of like when you're having sex and you don't have a condom. It's like, do we really need one? It's like, yeah, you, you do. So you don't be worrying after. Right. You kind of maybe. <laughs> don't you feel better like but when also you wear like, like you do it during the day no hell no i'm a whore um uh, <laughs> well, I, feel, I feel like i'm a whore too but i feel like i feel better i feel better sometimes because when i don't no, i feel so people, crazy yeah no with certain people OCD. i'm like absolutely but now like because i've had i've had um gonorrhea i've i've been i've gotten medication for chlamydia i'm pretty sure i had it i just never tested for it um, I've had to get the medication for syphilis, even though I never oh, had really? syphilis. Oh, yeah, well, because there was a syphilis outbreak, and in order for people to work, they just made us get the vaccine. So I was like, fuck it, or not the vaccine, but the fucking the medication. Yeah. big ass fucking needle in your butt. Oh. Uh, painful. Oh, so painful. Unpainful. It was very painful. Um, yeah, no, test your stuff. You need <laughs> test yourself. Test yourself. Because <laughs> I get test tested by yourself. the fucking OG, uh, the gyno every six months. She's like, dude, you're like out of your mind. I'm like, dude, six I months actually isn't bad. Like, like I've or had if I have on, or if I have like unsafe sex or just yeah. with someone. Well, with yeah, if I don't or have with someone, I don't trust even with yeah. a condom where I'm like, I'm a little paranoid. Herpes I is a little. B- I mean, now I now I know I have HPV. Herpes you can normally see. Um, people, can. if they okay. if they if they have an outbreak, yeah. The only thing that you can't tell is if they're shedding. That's still one thing. Not good. Knock on wood. Knock on wood that I haven't. Yeah, fingers crossed. I'm probably gonna be I like fucking 45 and finally get that one and be like, all right, I, I crossed off the STD. Yeah, STI but you know, bingo you know what's card. so scary is that they don't tell you. These guys just don't yeah. fucking but share. But see, now shit. I can't get pregnant, so now I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. You can't. Right. <laughs> You're like, I don't. I don't need to worry about another life. Fuck it's you, so bitch. Bad. Fuck no. you, bitch. But no, like in one night stands, condoms, yes. But it's like after, like if we're sleeping together for uh, more than one time, then yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah that normally makes like sense. the first time, yeah. Like definitely. Do you share results or do you make them get you get results? Because from now on, I oh yeah, no, I've definitely made weird people get no, I'm no, no, one hundred percent no. Ask You're like if you want to fuck me, you have to get results. I'm like, but uh, people get the f- guys get that I've. Well, that's because they're yeah, dirty. Pa- yeah, or they're toxic. Too toxic. Too toxic and also dirty. Like, if you don't, like, if you want to fuck me raw, like, let's just go get tested. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Right. Why would it be that big of a deal it's if, not you're s- a if you're being honest? Yeah. What, what and then, like, especially, like, if you have birth control and stuff like right. that, like, let's just go get tested and then we can fuck raw like animals. And that's, yeah. No, that's exactly. totally one. I love how, Aaliyah, this is, like, a very safe responsible <laughs> way to do drugs and have sex because that's the fucking way to go I'm without res- being shamed yeah i'm a responsible degenerate <laughs> i'm a responsible whore the, a drug drug addict whore no i'm just kidding yeah no myself, you gotta be like, like, you if you, to be. like if these are the things that you like to do 
then you should do them proper. Like, do it right. Agreed. Like, don't be fucking sloppy and with And people this will shit. have more respect for you that way. Yeah. Then they won't be telling you, like, yo, you're this or you're that. Because they'll be like, yo, Chanel can smoke weed because I know she gets her shit done at the end of the day. And yeah. she doesn't bother anyone. Oh, I know Aaliyah can do, like, Xanax and, like. Well, no. No, maybe not Xanax. No, people thought but, I was dead. I can't but do like, <laughs> Or, like, you know, we, they know that we'll get our shit done. Yeah. We're functional. We're functional. We we we, we care we're about other I people's mean, space, and we we're gonna yeah. be responsible for others. Like I trust myself with you because I know you watch out for me to know you're not gonna put me in a dangerous situation or yourself in an unhealthy yeah. situation. Well, even fucking even last night <laughs> at um comedy fight night, um my buddy uh Dalton he had taken some mushrooms and he was <laughs> he was judging uh with me the battle and every once in a while I'll just be like you good you know and he'd be standing around like kind of looking i'm like you okay i'm such like i am the drug mom. well that was gonna say do how do you feel if people come on your show before they do like if they do drugs before your show do you care even though like because you're i know professionals sometimes are like oh yeah no i think or do you not care do you not judge well, like I mean, everyone's different. Like we've all like smoked pot, most you know, most people um, right. <laughs> that I've yes. had on before. Um, I've definitely like I have gone on a show before where someone was super fucked up, and that was just really like weird. Right. It was just like okay, no, let like I want to do you know a couple episodes where it's like oh maybe like we do mushrooms or something like that. But it would be like if someone would just come on the show super, super fucked. Super right. That's a different than saying oh hey you want to test microdosing yeah, I'm like, as that an experiment for weird. the podcast. Yeah. yeah there's that would have been cool for this podcast for me to try the first time. Maybe we do a s- part two and I try it with you <laughs> for your Patreon. <laughs> hey, if you guys want me to try <laughs> mushrooms, motherfuckers. Then you gotta sign up to Aaliyah's <laughs> Patreon, okay? And we'll Even though see. she's giving it for free, but I think you should yeah. charge at that point. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think there's any content on there anymore. <laughs> anyway, to be honest, it's just there if you're still that's signed up. That's a great up. incentive. They want to see. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> like, who wants to see Chanel? On well, we, we wouldn't have it, would you on the podcast while on mushrooms. Uh, uh, not for okay. your first time. Right. 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 No. <laughs> sense. Yeah. That would be setting me up for failure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but afterwards, to, to talk about your experience <laughs> with them. Yes. I want to have um one, uh, one of the other people that was on the show. They're now sober. So I want to have them back on Ooh, and see how their sobriety is going. That's interesting. Yeah. Maybe I may have helped with it. <laughs> that really is. See, this podcast, benef- it's helpful. It is very helpful. I like to think so. Most of the time I know what I'm talking about. I think you're very brilliant. No, you I know love you. Thank you. <laughs> you know how brilliant and good you Brilliant, are. brilliant. Um, where can people find you on social media? Okay. At Chanel Omari uh, and at Chanel in the City podcast and at the All-Star Comedy Show because it's an All-Star Comedy Show I'm presenting once a month, once every two months. You've been on it. With yeah, it was a super fun show at Broadway, all s- right? Yep, Broadway Comedy Club, um, All-Star it's all star comics. All you yeah. fabulous comedians that perform all over the city. You get to see them once a month on this amazing show. And thank you for being on it. It's yeah, hilarious. It was great. It was super, super fun. Um, yeah, definitely uh, check uh, check out Chanel and her podcast. You just had freaking Melissa Rivers on. Yes, thank you. Yeah, and you're going to awesome. be on soon. Yes, um, which is great. Yeah, no, she has um, she has a lot of fun people yeah. on there. Definitely check out uh, Chanel in the City podcast. Obviously, you can find this podcast, How to Do Drugs pod on instagram and twitter um find the podcast on apple podcast spotify all the places podcasts are where you're listening to it right now also youtube uh please rate and subscribe i do like how i got a one star i only have 10 i only have 10 ratings and i only have a one star and you always know that like the one star ratings are from like that, you know, one of the people that like don't like you because yes. it, cause yeah, normally always. because normally if someone actually listened to the podcast and they rate it one star, they have some shit to say sure. and they'll say some shit. Normally when it's just a one star review and no one said anything, it's because it's someone that you know that doesn't like you. So true. Hell no. I'm going to give you five stars. I'm going to rate your podcast Little right now. Bitch. bitch. It's fine. That I'm little bitch <laughs> out there, you know who you are. You better fucking rate five or Auntie Coco is going to come and get you, loco. Okay? I'm going to like go Coco Loco. She's All of a sudden, someone Coco. calls you and they're like, Ali, I think your friend Chanel's at this fucking weird yeah. fan's <laughs> house who gave you a star. Like making you're, them you're dressed in all black. <laughs> something like from thank you so much for having me on by the way <laughs> i love your off. what an honor to be on this podcast thank you for oh thank me you on. for coming all right you guys till next week bye bye